This episode is brought to you by Derma RX Signature. Love the skin you're in. Hey you. Yes, you, who are probably listening to the podcast for the first time. I bet you came here via my guest's IG page. You're welcome to The Young God, a podcast for gods. I'm your host, Rodney Amokache, and you're about to listen to the most candid and intimate conversation you will ever be privy to. My guest today is none other than Annabelle Giwamu. She's a social media butterfly, a baker, and she manages Faji Steakhouse, which I intend to visit soon to satisfy my meat cravings. She also sells feelings with her soon-to-launch barefoot brand. Many things to many people, Annabelle. And we, she and I have a lot of history. And we explore that extensively in our conversation. I fell out with a friend of hers, so she cancelled me. Long story short. And this conversation is the first we've had since 2017. And we picked up like we never left. We addressed the issues that happened all those years ago. And it turns out that there's been a lot of growth between us. We also talked about her newborn baby girl, Zoe. And the stories that surrounded the whole situation. I had questions and she gave answers. And can I just say, motherhood looks good on you, Annabelle. Oh, and this episode will go down as the first time a baby came on the show and was breastfed. I will take that very, very personally. I love it. Annabelle literally whipped out her titties like there wasn't a camera recording. And Zoe was on that areola so fast like white on rice hashtag Bella so extra jokes aside I'm really happy I got to rekindle the friendship I cherished and I'm happy I did that before 2020 I hope you guys listen and learn how it's done how to put pride aside and just address a situation with maturity with love and zero fear that's the God mentality right there that's what this part is about you know, just taking the high road and giving people you care about the benefit of the doubt. In this life, you can always do with more friends and less enemies. And that's that's my thing. That said, go listen. And if you enjoy this episode, there are tons more where this came from. Check out the podcast on IG at the Young God Pod or on Twitter at I am the Young God. I want to hear from you. All right, enough plugs. Enjoy the show. joined by a lady who's known to many people by many names and many things. And what? Like, <laughs> what do you think you're doing? <clears throat> let, let me introduce you okay, to sorry. my guest. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm here with a woman who can talk back, come back, and run back, and I'm just rambling now, but yeah, you really Annabelle, are. you're welcome to the podcast. Thank you. AKA Brownie Graham. AKA Bella. 
aka Bella, aka mother of Zoe. Zoe. Fun fact to those of you listening, Annabelle and I have known each other for a while. We have actually. But then there was this break in communication for like two or three years. Yeah. Two Has or it three. been that long? Yeah, I think three. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of like fell out. We didn't fall out. And that is the crux of the matter. We didn't fall out, but we stopped no. talking. Yeah, we did. And that was, that fucked me up. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Mm, yes, it did. Me. I don't believe you. Why? Because like, I just don't feel like it was that serious for you. You didn't really seem so bothered. How can you tell? When um, Usually when people yeah. feel a certain way, they mm-hmm. have these things called like expressions mm-hmm. and they like express their feelings mm-hmm. and they tell people how what their actions are doing like they tell people what their actions are doing to affect them emotionally and you did not do any of such a thing because from my from my from where I was standing it was like we were done it was like it was mm. fair enough it just seemed like you guys had you know cancel culture cancel the nigga yeah you know yeah, I think um, what's interesting about it is that um, I don't actually remember what happened once again because I wasn't really involved. But at the same time, I do have a policy that the people around me, or I did at that point in time, that when certain people do things to the people that I'm extra close to, once the person is cutting you off, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, bye. It's cool. Granted, it was a bit more extreme in your case because I knew her. I knew you before you guys mm-hmm. even met each other. But at the <clears> same time, I feel like at that point in time, whatever it is that you did to her or however she felt about it really affected me. That was when I was still taking Panadol for everybody's headache, though. Mm. Really affected me up to the point that I kind of felt like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do this. And um, in as much as I did that, and to be completely honest, I have seen stuff from you before, but I've not really felt any kind of way to reach out. I am happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where there's nothing wrong with us being friends. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> it's just one of those things that I would just not be the person to reach out because I think both of us actually, unless there's actually something going on, just because our lives are neither better nor worse without each other. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is the true tell or whether or not somebody absolutely needs to be in your life and have, like, a major role, Mm -hmm. is if, like, when the person is gone, you're just feeling like, wow, for an extended period of time. Mm. I don't think you look pretty normal now. I don't affect people that I'm not romantically attached to as much as, like, I do those people. Yeah, well, that's one way to look at it. But the the way I saw it was that um, I felt... I had like I deserved like the benefit of the doubt because mm. I don't exactly remember what happened, yeah, but I do same, remember actually. that I was not. I didn't do. Do you I, feel blindsided? I don't feel blindsided. I feel like I I didn't do anything like wrong, and I feel like there was some like miscommunication somewhere, mm. and someone was saying something to someone, and somehow you know I just got. You were just in the middle. Just in the middle of something that I don't know how. Okay, now I remember what 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 it was. Okay. Now it's all coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say the same, but yeah. it's actually so crazy how I don't even remember. It all started when I came to your house. 
No, was it your house? No, your friend's house. Okay. Yeah, for that shoot. It was a shoot. Oh, yeah. Rodney has this thing. I think he has changed now. But at that point in time, Rodney was kind of like... I wouldn't say he was a man whore because he wasn't a man whore. But at the same time, he's extremely friendly to the point that he can and does give a lot of women the wrong impression. The only reason that Rodney and I never had that kind of miscommunication is one, I'm extremely oblivious to the advances of men. And two, I was in a relationship at that point in time. Mm -hmm. I think the third thing is that we clicked because we just attacked each other. Like we're not attacked, but we're really good at bantering back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have the kind of personality that gives people, a lot of people, the wrong impression. And up till this point in time, it's just last year that I met somebody else that has a similar personality to you mm. and that has made me realize that that is actually what it was mm. because that person is now like one of my best friends. And it now makes me realize, and obviously I'm realizing this as we're having this conversation, that a lot of things that you did that could have been misunderstood or misconstrued to mean something like you're trying to play some games. It was literally just your personality. Mm -mm. But I didn't think about that then because I was not as wise as I am now. Mm -mm -mm -mm. So um, for me, it just came across as, uh -uh, why is he doing this to this person? Why is he now smiling with this person? Why is he now holding this other person's hand? And then if somebody else is in the middle of that, thinking, oh my gosh, maybe something is happening, something is not happening. And then they now see that you're like, you know, doing something else or spending some kind of time with their friend or whatever, it now becomes really confusing. And to be honest, it wouldn't even be the whole concept of you playing somebody that would upset me. Me, I'm I'm kind of like mentally I'm like an all fair in love and war type situation. Mm -hmm. But it would just be the messiness of it all. Like I just I don't do messy. Like I actually don't do messy. I don't mind matters of the heart. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody should just be allowed to figure themselves out. You will make mistakes mm -hmm. and you will have to be responsible for your mistakes. Mm -hmm. But it's just the messiness. When things start to kind of go a little this person is now saying this and then I'm now in the middle kind of being like and at the end of the day, it was a thing where, obviously, I'm significantly closer to the other person than yeah. I am to you. Yeah. So it was a point in time where there was a decision to be made. Mm. And at that point in time, I wasn't wise enough to know that I could just, you know, separate you guys and still interact. Mm -hmm. I thought mm -hmm. that it was an all or nothing situation. Yeah. And I still thought that way until maybe last year as well, when, you know, I was in a a weird kind of similar situation and I understood that that's not how things are. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's basically our relationship to be honest. We thank God for growth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't deserve growth though, but I'm happy that we have it. <laughs> well, to be honest, because sometimes when you think of so many savage things that you do thinking that you're right, I can't remember mm. the last time that I was convinced of any of my decisions as a hundred percent because now I'm scared in the next 10 years, I might be looking back and being like, you psycho crazy bitch. Like, why did you think? <laughs> what made you think at any point in time that that made sense? Yeah. I think we just do have to give ourselves some kind of leeway to make mistakes and to learn from them. That is so, so, so key. You remember, like, and, and you know what's really, like, eye-opening to that? This interaction, I mean, I mean, well, back then, mm -hmm. is kind of a micro picture of how we treat like celebrities in general or people on social media like people are not allowed to have even the most outlandish opinions yeah. just because you know because we we expect certain things from them 
I completely agree with that. And I feel like there are certain things. You know how when you're growing up, somebody has experienced something and they tell you, oh, don't do this because this will happen. And in your mind, you're like, yeah, that's really good advice. But then you still end up doing it because you kind of have to learn. Mm. I feel like a lot of us only learn when we are put in certain situations. Yeah. God has a way of really humbling people. Oh, yeah. You will look at people a certain way until you're in that same scenario and you mm. have to make a decision. And mm. then you realize, oh, wow, okay, it's not as easy as you think. I don't think that I endorse cancel culture mm. anymore. Mm. But that was not a choice of mine. That was more a situation where I had an altercation or a falling out to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And one of my like closest friends just simply refused to cut that person off. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking to myself, so why am I killing myself for other people? Yeah. When it's obvious that there are people in this world that are doing perfectly fine, not destroying or killing off people because other people are upset with them. Yeah. And then it was because of that, which is not really a positive way, but sometimes you get to positive solutions through negative and unusual situations. Mm, so. mm, mm, mm. But I think that was a turning point for me where I was like, okay, yeah, mm, I, can't, I can't really keep. I can't really keep living my life like that for other people and mm. tying things on my head. So, yeah, but I'm really happy. I'm really happy for growth. I am. Yeah. And I think also, oh, shout out, she's a, she's a new mother. Yes, so, I, I don't know of. if I'm, exactly. Technically, I feel like if your child's under one, you're a new mom. In yeah. fact, if your child's under five, you're a new mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're because... just like wilding every day. She does something <laughs> different every day. And it's just, an, it's an experience. And I think part of that growth is... Is from that? From, from that, I think. Um, I don't... I, I feel like definitely... Or maybe you haven't thought about it like that just yet. You're still in the moment, you know. No, I doubt that. The thing is, with somebody like me, once I knew that I was going to be a mom, I started to mentally prepare myself for the things that I knew were going to happen and even some things that I didn't think were ever going to happen. I'm, I I deal with, I don't want to say I suffer from because I don't suffer mm. per se, but I deal with anxiety and depression on an everyday basis. So to a certain extent, my personality is very obsessive. I love that you use the change of words. That yeah. is so key, language. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I'm very obsessive when it comes to certain things. I'm mm -hmm. almost like in Armageddon mood with a lot of things and how I think. Mm. So once I found out that I was going to be a mom, yeah. I started to work on myself yeah. mentally. I started to read up everything I possibly could. I started to make sure that I was surrounded by people that could help my growth mm. and could encourage me. So I would start to like, you know, get closer to other people that were moms, mm. kind of slow down certain things, certain parts of my life. Obviously I couldn't drink, which was like, terrible <laughs> the worst i love drinking do you drink now i do every once in a while but like i'm a lightweight now so mm. it's more like that not really because of zoe yeah. but then i feel like just with that i don't think the experience of being a mom changes you as much as the prep for it i don't mm. think it's because i'm a mother that i'm changing it's more like i knew that there were certain things that i didn't want to impart there are certain people I didn't want around her. Mm. So I had to work on that even before she got here. Mm. So by the time she got here, I feel like I was already in the mind frame. And mm. it just kind of flowed from there. There are still days that are overwhelming because like human emotions <clears throat> are just generally complicated. Yeah. And things don't always go the way you planned. Yeah. But within myself, I feel like I'm a natural at being a mom. Like I, I can confidently say that I'm doing an amazing job. 
I feel that as well. Like just talking to you, like, and I've met you. I met you one time with her. With her, yeah. And I'm meeting you now. You're in your space. Yeah. I have no doubt she's in like the best babe situation. Thank you. Especially in fucking Nigeria. Yeah. It doesn't get better than this. I'm proud. And but you know what? You know what I want to tell you. What? How I found out. Mm, you know, before you even say that, yeah, I have to say that I I don't know if I don't know how I feel like I'm I'm pretty much the same person on social media than that I am in real life, mm. but at the same time, because a lot of my viewers are relatively younger, mm. I feel like this is a scenario where I would be way more honest. And when I say honest, like not sugarcoating things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then I feel like I'm still the same person. Either way, when I was telling people. <laughs> I was just basically going, oh yeah, so I'm having a baby. Anyway, I'm moving on mm-hmm. because I'm really, I'm really <laughs> weird about like there are certain things like even at that point in time. Mm. Eventually, obviously, it started to maybe after the first week or two, it started to feel like good news. But initially, mm. it didn't. But I didn't even tell anybody until like maybe a couple of weeks after I knew. But then, even with good news, I'm mm. very awkward about like telling people stuff. I never really know because. I have like an issue with people expressing excitement and happiness around me about me. Mm. So even when I do things for people, I'm just like, ugh, don't make it a thing. Yeah. So like a lot of people were just like really confused, to be honest, which is entitled. I feel like I'm always just I always have the shock factor with things that happen in my life. I don't know why that is the case. You do. Anyway, tell me about how you found out. You do. I was, I was, um... Please don't tell me you found out when I already had hell. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And you know how I found out? I found out uh, through Sochi. That photographer that shot you in the marketplace. Soki. Soki, yes. So... Oh, Soki's my baby. Mm. No, she's a, she's a darling. She's so sweet. So she, we met up uh, one time and where she has a, a vlog that she does mm-hmm. yeah. she was doing like interviews yeah so she had me on it yeah and then she told me she was a photographer so i went to her page and then she, i saw she shot you i'm like oh i haven't even like that was the first time I that had, you like, had seen me seen since you, yeah you it's know? so weird how like when you stop interacting with somebody like you just don't even come up. I don't come up on your page or anything. It's mm-hmm. so crazy yeah. how that happens. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. So she she I, I saw that. And I was like, let me just I'm here. Let me see how she's doing. So I mm-hmm. click on. In fact, I was expecting to be blocked. Oh no. So you get know that. Yeah, because I know you guys blocked me on Twitter. I'm not even on Twitter, so a- I don't know anymore. I haven't been on Twitter for like a year plus. So maybe I did. Yeah, initially. You, you, yeah, initially, yeah. Yeah. So I was sure that. I was blocked when it was open, open. and then I, I was scrolling and I saw you holding a baby. Now I was like, oh, she's holding a baby. But it's not like in a, oh, it's a cute baby. But it's like, oh, this is my baby. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a mother thing. I read the caption. I'm like, what in the fuck has happened <laughs> in this last... Like, I just left you for five seconds. <laughs> and I come back and you have a baby. A, baby, a full A full-grown human child infant the thing is, when I, I started to try to reconcile what I knew about you before, mm-hmm. you know, we stopped talking. Yeah. And what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. I was like, I know she didn't, wasn't like thinking of having a baby. Mm-hmm. I know she wasn't in a like, relationship. In fact, I had you seen. You forgot that I was in a relationship. Yeah, I forgot you were in a relationship. I was like, yeah, no, but this baby's too dark to be Moses' a, baby. It wasn't a relationship that most people rated, to be honest, including oh, yeah? myself. Really? Yeah. 
No. Yeah. Mo Moses Moses. Mm. That's it seemed like you guys were like Yeah, it always seems like that, doesn't oh, it? Oh it does, yeah. Yeah, it does. Anyway. Wow. So yeah, I I I saw that. Hell, what are you doing to my baby downstairs? Can you guys hear her? I wonder. I don't know if you guys can hear her, but she's she's crying right now. She wants yeah. her mommy's milk. She wants my boobs. Mm. Or she just wants attention. I think I think the girl left her oh. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I saw that and I was just I was like a lot can happen in in a few years. In a few years, in the blink of an eye. So I was thinking, okay, she about to get married. Mm. She uh, has Nigerian in you as well. That, that can't help it. It's, what's, it's, it's, what's, not, it's not a Nigerian thing. It's, it's, it's just the general conditioning of, you know, things. And you would hope, actually, mm. ideally, that you were yeah. you know, married. So no, it's not, definitely. Mm-hmm. That so, would be the ideal situation. Yeah, that would be the ideal situation. So I saw that and then... But then, I now remember that I ran into your your man mm. in the club one time. Mm-hmm. And Did he, he was... show you pictures as well? No, he didn't show me pictures. Because he has this weird thing that he does. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. He didn't show me pictures. He just said, oh. No, 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 no. It was after I saw the baby. Oh, okay. I saw him at the club. Cause I didn't know who, who daddy was. Yeah. Was, it was not like... Um, and I, I said, I heard Annabelle has a baby. I just said... Mm-hmm. And it was like... Yeah, and it's mine. Mm. And nigga was like excited. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. I'm like, nigga, are you for real? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. You said nigga so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was just, it was, I was. I'm hear her now. Yeah, probably. Don't worry. Guys, I'm not neglecting her, I promise. She's with people. <laughs> she's in, yeah, she's in the. Uh, she's in good hands. She's in good hands. I interrupted your listening to tell you that there are two things you must take care of your mind and your skin. Your skin is what attracts people and your mind is what makes them stay. While you can enrich your mind with books, meditation and podcasts, your skin requires a professional touch and for that, I recommend Derma RX Signature, a molecular spa right here in Abuja that offers a range of skincare services and products. They are the reason my skin is of the gods. What makes them special is that they offer what I like to call bespoke skincare which means that your skin is treated as one of one it's not a one-size-fits-all approach to skincare you have your unique needs as an individual and so does your skin and derma rx knows how to meet your skin's very specific needs check them out on ig at derma rx signature one word that's d-e-r-m-a-r-x signature tell them Rodney sent you for a discount. Services are by appointment only. Oh man, so a lot has has changed. So yeah, yeah. okay. So Annabelle is a mother. She is. What else is new? Um You done with school? Yeah. I'm yeah. doing my NYC right now actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm about to get posted. I'm hoping to work in mental health. Mm-hmm. And obviously social media. So I'm trying to find somewhere that combines both of those things. Um, I'm starting up a sentiment company. So I'm going to be selling feelings. It's very interesting to say. I love saying it like that because Mm. it always brings forth other questions. But basically, I'm starting up 
a company that sells things that invoke feelings and that are long lasting mm. and tangible and can be kept. Mm. So things as simple as cards mm. to things as more complex or interesting as like engagement boxes. And not, I don't mean like an engagement box, like an engagement ring box, like mm. an engagement box that you use for your keepsakes and things that have happened in your relationship. Right, right, right. So right, we right. have like a wide range of stuff, but it hasn't launched and it's not launching till January, by God's grace, not on wood. Um, and I, I run a steakhouse, Faji Steakhouse. That's Famous you? Plug. Yes, that is me. You know what? I, I see that a lot. I didn't know it was you and I've never been. Yeah, now, now that I, I know, know it's me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on for next year actually putting the human um the human touch on it more. I feel like people feel more connected to a business when they know who's running it. Mm, mm, to mm, a certain mm, extent. Mm, Obviously yeah. it's not going to be something too emotional, but at the same time it does pay to put to be able to put a face to something. Of course. So yeah. Of course, of course. Wow, wow, wow. Damn love things are happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like next year is going to be more and more overwhelming. A lot of people I love are engaged and getting married next year. So it's a lot that is going Even on. your bestie? No, not my bestie. Okay. But I know Dami. Um, yes, Dami. Somebody else that I can't mention here because it's actually two of them. They're not, they're not posting or saying anything until it's time. Yeah. And then one of my really close friends, Kautum, who I don't know if you remember. Remember any of my northern friends? She's kind of light-skinned. She's very blunt, honest, straight to the point. No, I don't. I know you've met her. You probably just don't remember her. Okay. Yeah. Those are the four right now. So it's very... My cousin is getting married next year. First marriage in the family. Mm. Excuse me while I drink from her sippy cup. I'm really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> she literally picked up the baby's sippy the cup. It's right there and the water is fresh, so why not? Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's very exciting. Mm. It's very um, nerve-wracking as well because it does make you think of a lot of things in your life that you would not ordinarily be thinking of. So I found myself in situations where I'm thinking, like, I've never really been that girl to be like, oh, my gosh, I know the dress I'm always, I'm going to have for my money mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But more recently, yeah. the more things happen around you, yeah. the more you kind of enter that mind frame. So yeah. I've been easing myself into thinking about stuff like that it's still like a big cringe for me because of my personality i just mm, i don't mm, do well with certain things i am ready you are i am does he know what do you mean does he know does he know you're ready we have conversations about stuff like this all the time so yeah it's not we were both ready did you ever see that coming like you know what first you know what what it was even also it was like the funny thing about this situation there is that I actually now, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm. I actually now realized the point in time when I should have known that I was actually in love with him. And it's so irritating to me just because like, even sometimes when we have conversations, there are certain things that we did in the duration of this period in time where we were really close friends and all of a sudden we just cut off communication because like it was just becoming like a messy situation Mm. um and then we now kind of found each other again but in a relatively messy situation as well and then i by then i just didn't even rate him as a person Mm. i probably didn't rate me either but we're still doing whatever we're doing and then now it did be 
So in reality, as far as a relationship is concerned, our relationship is relatively new. It's not as new as like just five seconds ago or anything. But then again, as far as like my standards, I still feel like it's new. But then at the same time, it feels extremely old because of how long we've known each other and a lot of things that have happened between us. So it's hard to really date it. It's so funny because I feel like this is the happiest I've ever been. Oh, like yeah? with everything that's going on and with like the stress of having a child and trying to start a new life more or less because mm-hmm. I literally graduated from uni, had a baby, mm-hmm. just starting my NYSE. So things, everything is still in the air. But at the same time, like I do remember a point in time that I was happier than I am now. It's actually crazy. I'm looking. I'm looking at her right now, guys. <laughs> As in, I'm um, just. I don't want to look at you because, like, <laughs> like I said, these are the kind of things I hate. I hate talking about stuff like this. Like I'm. I. I talk more from a point of fact when I'm speaking to people. So when it comes to like sentimental things, I'm just always like, oh god, feelings, stressful. And I think that's kind of why me and my partner do very well together is that we tend to we bring out these things in each other because we're both very kind of hard when it comes to stuff like that so Mm, 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 it's mm, it's an interesting mm, thing when somebody doesn't have to force something with you and it just kind of comes out and i respect him a lot which is really hard for me because you know my personality is very dominant Mm. so to a large extent a lot of people that I've interacted with, I can tell your I can tell your your shortcomings from the beginning. Mm. And every time I'm looking at you with my side eye, the day that you just mess up, I'm just looking at you like <laughs> anyway, I don't I don't want to paint that picture of myself. <laughs> I mean it's the truth, but I don't want to paint that picture. It's so funny. Um the more I speak about this with a lot of my friends there are certain people that from the beginning they were telling me, oh, you're definitely going to end up with this guy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's like a brother to me. Like, we're just really, really close friends. And then now I'm just like, ugh. Cringe. Mm. It's true. It's actually true. They, they spoke it into existence. Do you understand? Like, yeah. I think yeah. with this relationship, the one thing that I think kind of stresses me, which is so funny because I have reached a point in time where I feel like, I'm, I've evolved past what a lot of people think and what a lot of people, the opinions that people have of me. Yeah. But I feel like every once in a while, I think to myself, like, do I really want to end up with this person? Because I feel like there's going to be someone out there that'll just say, yeah, I mean, they had a baby, so of course they're going to end up together. That's like the one thing that sometimes crosses my mind. Mm. And then I'm just like, what? But, but like, <laughs> you know, if you're the happy, baby, the baby wasn't in the plan. Like, like, wasn't no, like it wasn't. No, yo, just we didn't even like. In fact, I feel like both of us we really fought, we really fought a lot of of being together. Like, we're really fighting against being together. I don't think if you asked him, he would tell you. He'll be able to tell you how this happened, how we ended up together, and like at this point in time and at this stage, I don't think either of us. And once again, I think it's a personality thing. When everybody found out, they were just asking us so many questions. Like, so how did this happen? You know, so like, do you want to get married? And I was just like, yeah, I'm not marrying anybody because of a baby. That's just not my personality. It's never going to happen. And he's the same way. Like, we just never wanted to be forced into anything. So everything kind of played out really organically. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now that they know that we are where we are, they are now really pushing for marriage. 
it's not as it's not a bad thing anymore but at the same time a lot of people me i require time like i'm trying to make money please before i stop mooching off my mother of course you know i just find it um hmm you know life comes at you it does life comes at you i think that's that's the theme of this whole thing yeah. like talking about how we you know kind of fell off and mm-hmm. then talk about it now and then talking about you and your baby and your relationship like life has a way of expect the unexpected always just yeah expect the unexpected always because i just i feel like there's a picture perfect way that everybody thinks that their life is going to go and i think that there are a lot of people that get to follow that rubric mm. to the letter and then there are the rest of us that's like they, it's just like the cogs are moving and someone just throws a spanner in there and it just lands wherever and then sometimes you go from number one to number five and then you go back to number three and then you go to number 12 and mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. i realized that about myself and I, i'm trying to kind of come to terms with it so that the decisions i make are based on the fact that i know that the way that my own life works isn't always straight and narrow because mm. you can spend so much time planning things out the way that you think that it should go for every single person mm. and then when it doesn't go that way for you even though your situation could be just as good the fact that it's not going that way can cause so much depression and it can cause you to just feel like you're not even doing anything at all mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah um i think since i became a mom i've had maybe once a month up till maybe when she became like four, like five months, every month from the first month, I always had like one day that was just extremely overwhelming. So I used to use one day to just detox and just cry it all out and just like talk about my feelings and stuff like that. And more recently has become kind of a thing that collects. So instead of doing it once a month now, I think I had like my last um, outburst or whatever the past two days Mm. and that happened because there was just so much joy around me and a lot of times you fail to realize how much joy can actually trigger trigger your depression and your anxiety so you start from being at an all-time high and a lot of your highs Mm -hmm. tend to be followed by like a plateau Yeah, yeah and that to a certain extent is like it happens with everybody but it's more dramatic for you if you have any kind of mental illness that you're dealing with because your mind naturally adjusts that on a normal day. Mm. But then if there's something wrong, it takes a lot out of you to kind of be like, okay, yeah, that happened. You're so excited. Oh my God, I'm so mm, pumped. Mm, and then mm, all of a sudden, mm, it's just mm, like mm, empty. So like that's, that's what my past two days, I just had like, I had like an ugly cry yesterday. Like, you know, when, and the sad thing is that I can never bring myself to cry out loud. Since my dad died, I don't think I've cried out loud, like, where, like, so even when I'm ugly crying, it's so quiet and I'm just mm. like, but I, I felt so much better, do like, you, after. Do you ever think about how your dad will, like, will react? Perceive oh, this if, whole my, situation? if my dad was alive, I know this would not have happened, though. they would have killed him. <laughs> but then again the plot twist about that is that him and his dad and my dad mm. they actually went to school together yeah. we didn't oh. really find out until much later on mm. so they might have even been friends so i i don't really know mm. sometimes mm. you think about saying like hmm, we might still have ended up maybe not as a child but we probably have still ended up in a relationship because yeah. there are just too many things it's disgusting to talk about because i hate talking about things that seem like extra romantic and it's like oh my god it's fate 
But then there are just too many things in our lives. We've grown up around each other without actually knowing each other. So it just kind of felt like we don't really know how this situation came about. But it just felt like one way or the other, we're going to find our way into... He's my cousin's best friend. They went Mm. to university together. And I hated him. I hated his guts because he was like so arrogant. (laughs) Probably still is. But in reality, I find that very endearing. So... (laughs) See, you see, you know the funny thing? It's no, always tell the things, me the funny thing. It's always the things that we initially hate, hate in our partners that we now that like we the most. love, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically what's <clears throat> going on in life right now. Wow. That's what you want to talk about. I feel like I've given you like a life story, or at yeah. least updates. Yeah, you've, you've caught me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we can, we can start being friends properly from from here on out like now mm, like maybe maybe i think about definitely it. don't play me bitch. i think about it <laughs> just call me a bitch <laughs> i thought guys are not supposed to call girls bitches well, i'm a feminist so fair <clears throat> enough uh-huh fair no, enough. No, no. Come on. no i insist mm. i insist i think about it and get back to you i'll tell my people talk to your people my people are here. We're all, we're all, okay, all my own people here. are not here. My people are downstairs. So. Oh, you're going to talk to your granny. Granny? I'll talk to my child now. Rodney didn't come with bad press, but he yeah. came with... Yeah. Well, he came with, he came with words of, of peace and friendship. Wisdom. Do you think I should? Mm-hmm. My grandmother, she's always fighting for, for my boyfriend, though. Any guy friend that comes over, she's always just looking at them as if they came to come and rip where they did not so. <laughs> and anytime she doesn't see him, I swear she looks forward to seeing him more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. She's always like, so ah, he has not come to the house. Today. Is he okay? Yeah. She will call his sister. Like, uh, Have you seen him today? <sighs> Mama, please just let somebody rest. We're all looking for money. I think hey. marriage takes money, please. It does. And life takes money. Oh, so and baby takes money. Baby takes. Baby drinks money. Yeah. So yeah. Shit. But it's interesting seeing my family dynamic around somebody, like. And it's also interesting seeing how dependent I can be on another person without feeling like a burden. How did your mom feel when you told her? Like, what was that like? Oh my gosh, my mom. No, my mom and I, we were not, like, we were talking, but we're not talking, talking for quite some time. Maybe like, okay, not quite some time, maybe like two to three weeks, which is a lot for us considering Mm. we're very close. So, it was not a joke. It wasn't like she, in fact, like she... I remember when she he came to talk to her to like I guess apologize for impregnating. <laughs> Even though I mean you cannot it's not one person that's impregnated. But do you know what I mean? The most and I can't remember what she said. I can't remember what she said to him, but like I think it's still like they're really close, hmm. but I think it's still haunting to today. But he hasn't really told me exactly and me i i i there's certain conversations i just don't push because i don't even know if me i'll be able to handle if he can't handle telling me about it but like i know that it's really she was just always asking me like so i thought you guys were friends mm. you know so how could this have happened mm. i'm just like yeah well <laughs> yeah. You, say, you say you're not even talking to him anymore <laughs> People had cut each other off. Oh, counseling, counsel culture. Yes, now when when she just she was just really, I really commend her because I feel like her thing was just trying to make sense of it all. I like bet. I never there was never a point in time for me, and I think that is the one thing about this situation is that there was never a point in time for me where I felt like I was going to end up doing anything alone. 
because that's just not how my family is wired mm. i think it was also easier for me because i was already like almost 26 i had graduated from university when i found out mm. and like stuff like that so it was easier for me because i wasn't thinking like a 16 year old and 18 oh my god what am i going to do my parents mm-hmm, are going mm-hmm, to kill mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. it was more like okay yeah if if at the end of the day she says that she i should leave the house i have somewhere to go to so mm. you know it would be nice if that was not the case but like mm. if it is so i think i was ready and also at the point in time when i found out there was just like an unexplainable kind of peace that i felt mm. there are definitely still times that things really hurt my feelings but at the back of my mind i always knew that everything was going to work out fine did you ever consider abortion I didn't, but that's M- not to say. Zoe. No, of course, mm. I didn't. But that's not to say that the people around me, obviously not my family members, but mm. like people around me, were not talking about it. But it was one of those things, and it's something that I say very often. If you know that you're going to be in any way sexually active, you should be ready to make certain decisions. I think from the beginning of any point in time when I said I was going to be having sex, I kind of knew that. If I got pregnant, I was going to have the child. So once I found out, even with all the confusion and everything that was going on, in my heart of hearts, if you ask my best friend, she'll tell you that there was never really a question of it. Like, And she was obviously, she was on my side from the beginning because whatever I decide, she's already down for it. So it was, it was that was like <clears throat> the easier part for me. Mm-hmm. I think what was really stressful coming into this was even the thought of co-parenting because at that point in time like i said we're not we just like we legit i don't know if he hated my gods but me i I hated his gods because the way that our friendship ended wait but why would you sleep with someone who's got you hit that's a really good question that is really that's literally the epitome of denial isn't it (laughs) yeah This podcast has become a nice side hustle for me, but please, please, please allow me to shamelessly plug my main hustle. I run a creative agency called Avo Creative. We build, market, and unleash brands. If you're a business without a proper brand, you're on a long term, make I tell you. This is beyond logos and colors and what have you. This is about strategy and positioning. If you're going to capture the hearts and minds of your target audience, you're going to have to present your products services and company with a well-defined brand we've worked with businesses and personalities in abuja and beyond and we're looking to work with ambitious brands who want to do something special for their target audience visit our website avocreativehouse.com that's avocreativehouse.com get in touch and let's make magic together Okay, let me let me catch you up real quick. In between, during our, I would like to call it the forgotten years, like mm. what we do. Yeah. So, I was. If you know me, if you know me, like right, and if we we're still friends at that time, that would have been the first relationship you would have known me in. Yeah. Yeah. So I was dating during that period. I know. You know. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yes, not everybody knows about you and the girl. Even somebody that was just here just now, I was like, oh, when I said Rodney, he was like, oh, wasn't he the one that was dating this girl? Obviously, I won't say her name, but like this girl. And I was like, yeah. What the hell? By the time I saw you at my friend Tara's birthday, you were dating the girl already now. You people came together. Oh, shit. 
that was that see night, the problem with human beings that, they always feel like they're lucky but they're not that night was crazy oh shit <laughs> they always think that this is already 43 minutes long <laughs> i don't know how you're going to do it how long are your podcast episodes man as long as the spirit leads as long as the spirit leads man. okay but yeah but i, I knew now okay yeah, okay okay yeah. and i'll skip tabs on you to know who you're dating now. okay yeah you knew you knew right well, needless to say, that is no longer. Yeah, um, figured. Yeah. But why? <sighs> <laughs> Have you thought about this on your podcast before? Should I just go and watch, like, listen to another episode? Because the way you just breathe. I haven't talked to anyone who knows her. Oh. Do you get? Yeah. And uh, so, even then, I wasn't able to, I, I didn't need to, like, going to any details but um it was one of those things where you know life comes at you fast it does first of all i'd like to say openly that she may no have, i'm almost done she may have been the love of my life one two um cultural differences so my parents, well, my dad was not trying to have an Edo babe as his own law for, for reasons that <clears throat> obviously when you're, when you're feeling, you think it's the worst thing. Like, how can you mm-hmm. feel that way? But if you like clear your head and listen to what he's saying, that it made sense. But still, I figured that I could make it work. I'm not me. I'm not a god. I'm not a man. Mm. You know, so... But I, I told, the mistake I made was I told the girl. Oh. So for the longest time, that hung over our relationship like a dark cloud. So every small thing, when am I going to meet your mom? You haven't introduced me to your mom. What are you going to say? You know, your dad doesn't like me. Like, so what's the point? And so I had time, like, in, in between our other, like, little issues. That I was, was also, like the main. Yeah, always having to say things like, don't worry, when we get there, like, if we if we get that point, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. But she wasn't having it. So, when we now had the actual fight that... That was know, just, like, the the foil. Yeah, it was like, if we're not even going to get married anyway, if your dad is not going to accept me, there's no point in doing this. You know, even though I felt like that was... If you're ever listening, that was fucking brittle of you. But, like... We could have, you know, mm-hmm. tried, you know, but it uh, it didn't work out. And that, even I'm not over it till today. You get how long ago did this relationship was? End? It was last year. Last year, June. Wow. June. We're just about to hit six months. When it kind of, yeah, man, man, that was that was. And then everyone knew that she was. Your one. She was it. And I knew, and I, in fairness to me, I could have handled some things better. Like you said, you know, life and comes at you. Hands hurt. It's only yeah. 20. I could have, you know, so then I met, I ran into a cousin. And funny enough, I haven't, just like how you and I never saw each other after we stopped being friends. Mm. I haven't seen her since That's then. how it happens. It's so weird. It's so I weird. Seen my man. ex either. You know, and it's not like, you're actually running away. It's yeah. just natural that it just doesn't happen. But then I went to the play ball. I know she's 
affiliated with play. Mm -hmm. And were you nervous? Oh, so I didn't know I could have anxiety. Anxiety until that evening where I would see all kinds of ladies. They all had her silhouette or something, you know. So someone would be turning around. I'd be like, Is that her? Is that her? Or, you know. So it was. Yeah. It was both. It was exhilarating and terrifying at the same damn time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it was. Um, hey. <laughs> The baby is in the house. Baba! Hello! Hello, baby! Hey, she's, she's, she's smiling. Hey! It's not you, she's smiling at all. It's not. It's... <laughs> Hello, Baba! Can you grab me? Collect her. Uh uh, I said I'm collecting you already now. <clears throat> what is it? What is it? Yes, yeah, run, run. <laughs> oh my god, mommy, I have so much to tell you. Oh, you're so warm. Why are you so warm? Hmm? Baby girl. Mwah. I love you. Mwah, I love you. Oh, you have been walking. Yeah, she has scratched herself a new one. I'll cut your nails when you sleep. Baby girl, waiting. sucking them thumbs, mm -hmm. fingers. Yeah, you were saying. <clears throat> bye bye. Yeah. Bye. She's distracting you. No, no, no. She's fine. She's being. She's behaving right now. Which eba? Oh my God! I just don't know why you're so wicked. I pray that God will change your heart one day. Yes, I'm done with the Gary I was drinking that I forgot about and that has turned into eba. Let me explain it to you people. <laughs> They think I'm just randomly eating Eba on his own. Hey. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, so... Um, but you didn't end up seeing her. She wasn't there. No, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. And I was... How do you feel about the fact that she wasn't there? Was oh. that worse than running into her, the fact that she wasn't actually there? It was mixed feelings. I was hoping she'd be there, mm -hmm. you know. But then again, you're also relieved. I was also relieved, you know. So, um, but then... I ran into her cousin and he told me that she's seeing someone again. Oh, wow. You get So, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it is what it is, but um, that is something. And But you know what? It was such a dope relationship. I can't even, like, hate it. I'm so happy that I was there for it. Mm -hmm. So happy that we did you all the things we did. Mm, nothing. I think fondly of it every single time. Yeah. And... Uh, but, you know, who knows, you know. You actually don't know. You who knows? Know. Who knows? So we just, we just. Anyway, sure. I know the only time I'll be over her is when I'm in my next relationship. And what if I'm not doing. not your next relationship. Huh? That's if she's not your next relationship. Yeah, that's if she's not. Yeah. We first have to see each other first. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> you know, and I think that's, that's really cool because it's kind of one of those things where I know that it's not just me. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, She's dating for the same reason I would be dating as well. Do you yeah. get? So, but when we do see each other, I said all this time, I think it's gonna be fire. So, uh, so I can't wait. I like, how, I like how honest you are about it as well. Mm. But it's very, it's very hard to, to admit this kind of thing, to, even to yourself. Talk less of like to somebody else. Talk less on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because. I, I, I can definitely relate to that. When our friendship ended, I thought it was the worst thing. And, and I convinced myself that I was just 
really upset because like it was one of my best friends i didn't uh, really think about yeah. it from any other standpoint and then as well that long period in time when we didn't see i remember the first time that i saw him after that um he came to my house after my birthday mm. he was just looking oh my god what? that's why i have the baby he was just looking oh my god he was looking so delectable i was actually mm. dying hey i was dying at how much i hated his guts for looking like that and coming to my house hey. he was now coming to tell me about his breakup and stuff like that me <laughs> being the person that i am i was still even encouraging him to still stay in the relationship like mm. to make it work and stuff like that but it's just so funny how things turned out sleepy mm. Mm. You're sleepy Aww. What's the problem? Oh. You're very sleepy. That's why you're quiet like this. But she would have been on the floor. She would have dropped that camera by now for sure. Mm-hmm. That's like her ammo. Sorry about that. Oh, my baby. Tired. Oh, Zoe. Jump boob. Jump boob. On camera? On the podcast? She, got, she wants to give... You want to breastfeed her baby on the podcast. Oh, wait, before you do that. Breastfeeding is a natural and organic thing. Oh, hey. You should not be looked at as anything fetish. <laughs> like, I, I literally whip out my boob everywhere now that I'm a mom. I don't even care anymore, but I don't think that's what she means. I want to play something for you. Okay. And I want to get your thoughts, right? Okay. So this is... I don't know if you've seen Dave Chappelle's stand-up comedy. Mm, yes. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sticks and Stones, the latest one. Yes, I started it, but I haven't actually watched it. Okay, so you talked about abortions. I want to know. I want you to hear this. Let's get your thoughts. I'll be real with you, and I know nobody gives a fuck what I think anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm not for abortion. Oh, shut up, nigga. I'm not for it. Mm. That's actually me. Mm. It all depends on who I get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I don't care, I'm telling you right now, I don't care what your religious beliefs are or anything. If you have a dick, you need to shut the fuck up on this one. Seriously. Mm. I'm happy that he's using his platform to make sense, wholeheartedly with that i don't think that you should use a a baby to trap a man emotionally financially or other oh yeah sorry 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 baby that actually makes so much sense Mm -hmm. it gets better ready yeah it's my money my choice Shit out for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's just the truth. That's really it. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And <clears throat> I feel like when this whole thing was going on, mm-hmm. obviously, it ended up being the whole, you know, well, I was just happy that, I was just happy that I was never in a point or in a position where mm-hmm. I even considered whether or not somebody was going to deny my child. Mm-hmm. It's much later on that I was like, oh yeah, that actually happens. Because I was just thinking, like, I'm awesome. I don't understand. How I would tell anybody that I'm having a child for them, and they'd be like, "Yeah, that is not my child." <laughs> and it would have just been equally ironic, considering how much she looks like him. It would have been so cringe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like at that point, he was just like, "You know, whatever you want to do, rap da 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 da." Mm. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about it in a co-parenting this. I didn't even want him involved. I was just like, "Yeah, I really just want to do this by myself." But obviously, somebody was insistent, and here we are. I'm so happy that he didn't listen to me. Because, like, even before I had her, Mm. I already knew that I was so happy he didn't listen to me. Mm. We went for every single um, prenatal appointment together. Mm. Like, no matter what he was doing. We live in a world now where you would think that that would be a normal thing to do. Like, yeah, I mean, this is child. Mm. But then, because of how mediocre a lot of men are, even the things that are just basic, we yeah. have to praise the people that are doing them. Mm-hmm. I think that was a point in time when I started kind of like loosening up to the idea of, okay, let me just, let me forgive some things that have happened and let me see how I feel right now. What's wrong? She's just over it, man. She's about to pull this mic. And I like that, you know, like, I'm, I'm so big on, like, I'm so big on forgiveness and like, <laughs> yes, my... doing things out of love oh no but it took a lot it took a lot to get to that point where i was like yeah okay let's see if this works she's whipping her boobies out on the podcast i'm whipping them out this is a first i'm wearing my cap so i would not mistakenly like get breast milk on my eye because it actually does spray so that's a really good idea yeah especially if she just like randomly lets go of the boob (laughs) yeah but (laughs) i i totally agree with dave chappelle on that yeah. Like, there was no part of me <clears throat> that felt like I was entitled to anything because I was just like, yeah, this is me. Mm. I'm doing this for myself right now. Like, mm. I don't really need... Mm. But then again, it's easier to make that decision when you have something to hold on to. Yeah. Like, it, it would have been completely different. The narrative would have been completely different if I didn't have anything and I felt like I needed him. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, if that was the narrative, I don't know that we would be here right now. Is the fact that we understand that we don't need to be together that really does help us have such a good and healthy relationship there's no question of are we together because of zoe Mm -hmm, or anything mm -hmm, like that because like we already knew that that was just never the amount of times that we had conversations with our parents Mm -hmm. and just told them nah even the point in time that we finally told them that we're in a relationship it took a longer time for like oh yeah so like we're like you know together or whatever they're like oh wow like day to day we're like i mean i'm sure they could see because we're getting closer Mm. but then nobody really wanted to put any extra pressure on us after Mm -hmm. the you know initial pressure of just get married quietly and let's just move on with our lives i was not going to be that girl so there's that i i'm really happy about where i am right now like i said but there are times when i do feel some kind of like I think I would describe it as like survivor's guilt. I'm pretty sure that most of what they're hearing is always suffering right now, but mm. survivor's guilt 
when you think of the fact that a lot of people in similar situations might not end up with the person that they're with mm -hmm. and then there's so many i can't tell you how many women have come send me messages to ask me like how did i decide to keep zoe mm. like they don't know if their parents are going to accept this and how many of them like months later have sent me pictures of their beautiful babies telling me oh my gosh thank you for helping me make this decision mm. and i'm just like first of all that's crazy but moving back to it it's just like a lot of people will not and do not end up with the people that they have children with and that's perfectly fine mm. but the, every once in a while like i think one of the reasons that i am not as public or i'm not public with my relationship is because of that mm. like i i don't know why but there's i don't even know if i would call it guilt per se but there's a way that i feel about the fact that you know I'm trying to empower people that are not with the people that they're with. Mm. And then all of a sudden, they'll see that's me. I'm not the person. It's not be like, oh, so you, you you get to be... It's just a lot. Like, yeah. sometimes social media and the expectations that people have of you can really actually get into your head and just warp your sense of, I like... I swear to God. And that's why it's so important to constantly remind yourself... I've more or less detached myself from social media at this point. I just post for like enjoyment purposes because I noticed that when I was committed, there are too many things. Like I, I pride myself in being able to post whatever and whenever, however I want to do it. You get to the point where you're seeing so many other people's things. You're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be posting makeup free anymore. Mm. Maybe like, is this too, does this look too organic? Should it be like more structured? Mm. And, you just enter like a rabbit hole of like, who am I really? Mm. Can I still be the same person that I am in real life on social media? It's like a crazy thing. I feel like um, my last relationship made me really, really private just because I didn't even want anything to be in that light anymore. Mm. I feel like a lot of people that, that got to know me knew me because of that relationship. Mm -hmm. So it has really deterred me and, I think also I've become extremely protective mm. of Zoe and of her dad. So I don't, I don't even post her. I don't post her, but I let my friends post her because obviously she belongs to them as well. But like on my own personal social media, you will never see Zoe's face. You probably see other parts of her, but you will never see no, her face. Bad. My friends can post. Like people mm. that care about her can post. Even his friends post her. Like, but some people will be like, they'll message other people and be like, oh, or somebody will now message me. I'm like, ah, I finally seen your baby's face. So I'm like, okay, get a cookie then. Like, <laughs> was I hiding her? Like, there's a difference in hiding the fact that you have a child and just choosing not to post the child's face. That's like, yeah. she's a child until the point in time that I know that she's aware that her picture is just that her picture is even being taken or anything. I don't understand why she should be on social media. Mm. I chose the social media life. Her dad didn't choose the social media life. She didn't choose the social media life. So up to the point in time that they're cool with like, oh, everything and just being there all the time. I'm not going to force that on anybody. I don't yeah. think it's fair. So yeah. oh, man. that's my thoughts on that. No, no, no. I love it. You know what? This show is called The Young God for a reason. <clears throat> I feel like we are like trying to make the right decision and do the right thing, um, you know, as per, you say you want happiness, you say you want a good life, you say you want peace of mind, but it takes like- Steps. It takes steps, it takes a lot of like- Yeah, hard decisions in mm -hmm. the moment mm -hmm. you get. Yeah. And I feel like those people who do that are gods, man, because it's not easy. 
Yeah. It's not easy to, to decide, you know, I'm going to delay gratification. I'm going to, um, you know, grow for my child. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to forgive. I'm going to start a business, run fat. Do you get like all these things that, that most people would just crumble under the pressure yeah. you get? I feel like that's really what it means to be a, a God. You know, you're doing the most, trying to be the best you can be. And especially in the place that makes it hard. Yeah. To Things be good. are constantly pitted against you. I mm-hmm. think. So <clears throat> it means so much to me. And when I first started the show, I got a lot of backlash from people saying, why are you calling yourself a God? Why are you calling a young oh, God? Well, I was even prepared to even Taboo. insult you too. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you insult me? Mm, because we just got sidetracked and obviously now that at the point <coughs> in time that i would have you've already explained to me what you mean what and it means. makes sense yeah it it, it, it does it, it's exactly a lot of guests who come on they come in like attacking it and i explain i'm like oh mm-hmm. you know maybe i'm a god and besides even the bible says somewhere it says for you are gods yeah are still my children and i just think that just setting yourself a high limit that even though you might not reach it but it you keeps you focused can. yeah you know I agree. So that's my thing. And you are exactly like, I didn't have you on this podcast because I wanted to come and talk shit. I knew exactly, like, even when Mm -hmm. we're not talking, I always knew that, first of all, that outside of all of that, you're dope. One. Yeah. Two. Yeah, I have this thing where I'm able to just separate things. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Uh So you know know what, what that is like. Yeah. So I just knew that at some point, I wanted to have you on. And then when I now saw you at at Waffle Stop that day. Yeah, it was almost. That's like nothing in life is a coincidence. Yeah. You didn't bite my head off? Of course not. You know. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe she can. And then yeah. here we are. And also, how do you get your skin so nice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> wow. That was not a weird segue at all. So shout for you guys wake up my job. That was not a weird segue at all. Mm. Um, Your skin is I actually get so a lot lush. of compliments on my skin. Mm. I do try to make sure that I take care of it as much as I can. Mm. And more recently, I've been trying to pamper myself a little more, like get facials and stuff mm. like that. I actually did a shoot recently with a company called Derma, um, Derma Prescription, I guess, RX mm-hmm. Signature. And they gave me a free facial, mm. which was amazing. Like, I posted a picture about it right after. They're sponsors of the show, by the way. That, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You're smart. That's a good team to have. They actually invited me for another free facial, which I still haven't um, plugged in yet. We have to go together. Yeah, we should. It was a really good experience. Like, I felt lighter and brighter. My face, actually, like, it's, it's hard for you when you have, in quotes, good skin to see when there are actual improvements. But, mm. like, after that facial, man. I felt like I had the kind of high that gamblers have. Like every other time, I've just been waiting to have that same feeling. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, guys. I could lick your face right now. It's really, ew. no, guys, oh it's, actually, it's actually like pristine. <laughs> like all you can you. see on her face are just her beauty spots. And even mm. those, I think they're even disappearing because how good she takes care of her. <laughs> Thank <laughs> her you so skin. much. I really appreciate it. Also, guys, I think you should be alarmed that's how easy it was for me to slide in that shameless promo. But they didn't pay me, so, <laughs> you know, they didn't pay me and I'm still talking about them. So fair enough. Yeah. yeah freebies. Freebies you. have a way of opening up your heart. Especially when they are good freebies. Especially. There are certain things that are just wasteful. Tell me about And I try it. to be as conscientious as I can be. Mm. So, yeah. 
thank you for coming on the show oh, no problem i'm really happy that we did this yes. i was very curious to know what it was about so i just didn't even bother like looking for it or listening because i felt like you know that might sway me a little bit i wanted mm. to kind of get a first-hand experience which i'm happy that i did i'm happy that you did too maybe next time you have me on here you'll actually have something targeted to other things besides my actual life since now i've told you everything i'm going to have to direct people anybody that has any useless question for me i'll just be like please just go and listen to the podcast somewhere in there i'm pretty sure i said something about yeah, that actually lots of people don't know that i'm in a relationship with zoe's dad with good reason it's not anybody's yeah, business yeah. really <laughs> but then again it's not it's also not something that i'm hiding or anything like that i'm very happy mm. about this no this is good you know, <laughs> you know you know what's really good about this and what happens in my podcast a lot is that she's farting i hope that that was on the mic um i could have i should have put the i mic could have lived right without knowing that but i serious that baby's farts like no, other no, that, adults. She, that she farted in, the, in this exact moment oh okay but, but now you know now, now i know and now i'm anticipating the smell to hit my nostrils oh no any moment her farts don't really smell it's just the poop out oh, oh yeah it's really just the poop yeah she will not let go of the poop oof there we go. <laughs> oh zoe yeah, so yeah so um cute. what was i saying i'm trying to say that uh what was, what was i saying oh my gosh i got sidetracked i got sidetracked as well yeah the best part about the podcast is that oh, yeah, okay. through you know these stories you know you can take what you want out of it as mm -hmm. opposed to like having very you know set topics and wanting to like yeah trying to be like fake book i think through your own life through your own experiences in fact, just like you said in the beginning, like as you were thinking through our yeah, you're thing, finding things out. Exactly. That's kind of how that's how mine is supposed to be as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're a lot of times we're all just looking for someone to listen, and to listen with the intent of just listening, mm -hmm. not like oh my gosh, I'm asking for advice. Oh my gosh, this person is going to judge me. More like a lot of people are just itching to tell their stories yeah. and to talk about certain things. So. Mm -hmm. A platform like this is really always appreciated and i think underestimated with how much you can do for people also i got my own tattoo oh my gosh yeah i was looking at it i was wondering if it was actually a tattoo tattoo yeah. how did that feel it felt amazing getting it oh jeez it's got so it in therapeutic yes oh my gosh i feel like my not my first one but like my second one was so therapeutic for me mm. the pain I think I slept and woke up while it was happening and I just felt like I was doing some kind of penance. <laughs> like I felt like I was just washing away so much stress and strain. So what does it mean? Oh, yeah, so it, this is um, the greater than less yeah, than, greater than facing less inwards. Than. And what it means is that stay in the moment, be present. So what has come and what is to come doesn't matter. All that matters is, is, the, middle. is the moment. Mm. So that's what so that dot in there. Is the dot. And it's really, it's really cool. something that, yeah, that I try to practice a lot. And it's good, life. the positioning, because you can look at it all the time. All the time. I kiss it sometimes. I like, I'm just so proud of it. And then now, I can't wait to get my next one. Yeah, it's addictive. It is addictive. I can't wait to get mine. I'm, once I stop breastfeeding her, I'll get another tattoo. And your, and your titties? No. Ew. <laughs> like, what the so heck? That, like, so you that. just had to. You were doing so well. No, wait, so that Zoe can start learning the ABCs and things. Yeah, very stupid. She's <laughs> not going to be here for much longer. She's turning one in March. By March, she's Zero. off me. She's off me, man. If she yeah. wants to continue, she's going to look for another mother. Yeah. That's all I have to say to her about that. Zoe? 
She's sleeping, so she can't hear anything. But I've no, said she's, this she's several hearing, times. She's hearing. She's hearing, Abby. She's, when she's 16, she'll be having dreams of things. She, like, where is this where coming that, from? Yeah, where no, did I hear Knowing that, that her mother was Fair enough. telling her to go for another mother. As in? Hey, no, thank you for coming on. I'm oh, glad. No and, uh, I'm happy. It was a good conversation. What's your IG? The Brownie Gram. The Brownie Gram people. Go check her out. She's lovely. She's she's pretty. She is... <laughs> wow, thanks. Was well, selling my market. Yeah, so you can also see her skin that we were just raving about. That you're talking about yes. so awkwardly as well. <laughs> yeah. It's not very often I get compliments on my skin from guys. Yeah. So that was definitely a new one for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Annabelle Giwamu. And this is The Young God. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, and follow me on IG at The Young God Pod. And on Twitter at I Am The Young God. Slide in my DMs anytime. Send me a message, comment on my post, and I'll be happy to hear from you. I'll respond, and let's build a community of people who are just doing the most, trying to be better, working on excellence, and are just dope, yo. From one god to another, Rodney out. This episode is brought to you by Derma RX Signature. Love the skin you're in.